0: You're listening to Crow's Cast, a podcast by USF St. Petersburg's student newspaper, The Crow's Nest. This week, we'll be discussing university life.
1: Hi everyone, and welcome to Crow's Cast University Life. I'm the Crow's Nest editor in chief, Sofia Donich, and I'm here with Saint Petersburg Student Government Governor Andrea Campos and Lieutenant Governor Isaiah Castle. How's it going, guys?
2: Good. How are you doing? Happy to be here.
0: Happy to be here.
1: Yeah, good. I'm excited um, to be able to talk to you guys. I know there have been a lot of changes um, going on with student government and just the campus in general. Um, post consolidation so first of all just on a personal note like how are you guys how have your classes been going are you liking the online format
2: um I'll say that it's a bit difficult I think everyone feels this when I say that um, because we're online it feels like people or professors more like are assigning more than before and some of our duties and our job and um, extracurriculars feel like a lot more because we're Um, joining in a meeting at 1 p.m. and then at 2 on the dot, you're in another meeting and it feels like the whole day goes on in front of your computer. So that's what I'm feeling, a little bit of fatigue. But besides that, I'm happy to be working, happy to be engaged with student government and happy to serve the student body.
0: I was lucky enough to have professors this semester that were understanding of the current circumstances that we're all going through and they've been more than willing just to be understanding of everyone's time and I've been blessed with that but the online format's been challenging at some times but at other times it's been just working fine so I'm really happy where I am right now.
1: Yeah that's good I've noticed sort of the same thing is like you feel like you're sitting at your computer the entire day because my calendar is displayed behind me right now but it's you know 9am to 10am meeting 11:15am to 12:45am meeting and so you're just sitting all day and then you get up to eat and then sit back down and it's sort of monotonous, to say the least. So going into more student government questions, you guys have worked with SG before, and I was just wondering like, what initiatives you guys have worked on um, last year that sort of lead into this year, how they have been put into effect since they've been introduced.
2: I had the pleasure of serving as the Director of Sustainable Initiatives last year under Um, Jadzia Duarte, who was last year's president. The main project that I'm pulling from last year is working on the butterfly garden. I'm really excited to make it a space where students can enjoy nature in the middle of campus.
0: i say for me, my experience last year was a little bit different. I joined student government the second semester of last year as a senator. And a lot of what I learned was the inner workings of how the money was allocated and distributed in terms of a fees and everything else, how that was distributed from student government to all the different organizations on campus. And I really feel like that experience really helps with what we're doing now post consolidation in terms of how we're thinking about allocation. We're having to rethink this entire process of doing that task. And I feel like that time that I spent last year really helped clarify a lot of things for me in terms of how things work and what the um, channels are to really come to a finalized process that we can work for, not only for this year, but for years in the future.
1: Going um, further into changes in this year, how has online format changed um, student government operations for you guys
2: I'll say that we had the um, upper hand in making sure that we were fit for the semester. We worked the entire summer in making sure that we were fit to conduct all student business throughout um, online formats. We want to make sure that we're putting um, student health and faculty and staff health above all. And that means that all of our meetings have been moved online. Now that does not mean that the meetings are private, they're in fact public to all students. And we encourage everyone to take a second and join in on our meetings. It's really helpful to understand how it is that we utilize the activity and service fee for the benefit of all students and ensuring that we're held accountable by all students as well.
0: It's made consolidation meetings a little bit easier, I would say. Usually if we were having in-person meetings, if we wanted to meet with someone from a different campus, the way I was thinking of it before before everything happened was that it would be a lot of traveling and a lot of in-person meetings, stuff like that, traveling to Tampa, traveling to share Manatee to speak with the representatives from those campuses. And I feel like now just with every, the online format, it's made that a little bit easier. So I would say that's one of like the hidden benefits of switching to the format that we're doing right now.
1: Andrea, where can um, students go to listen into these meetings? Are they shared on the website?
2: I believe they are shared on the website. Um, Our counterparts in Tampa have taken the initiative to create a Teams group that is shared upon request as well. So if you contact any of your student representatives, we're more than happy to extend the invitation and to open up that chat, as well as I believe all meetings that are required to be recorded and distributed are and that's also available on our PEAT sink and if not on our Tampa counterpart, Sync as well.
1: Changing gears a little bit, student government elections are coming up. What are your expectations for turnout as far as voting goes and um, your expectations from the candidates?
2: Definitely. I hope that um, we have a high turnout in voting. I expect that we will have a high turnout in voting. We're really pushing this on social media and making sure that the person-to-person contact is up there and we're engaging all students. I think it's so important now more than ever. A lot of students have concerns about how their fees are being utilized across the university. That means that either they ask their student representatives or they stand up and become a student representative to speak out about our fees. Um, That's only one of our issues on campus. I understand that people are concerned about COVID handling across the university. They're concerned about the way that we're teaching classes or they're concerned about our engagement in our community and how we can help out during these rough times. So I think it's really important for students to vote, um, to get informed on these candidates and make sure that the candidates bring up the topics that they're interested in and also go ahead and run themselves and have that voice and vote in student government.
0: You can ask anyone that's on our team. I'm always just the optimist when it comes to these type of things. I always I, I understand we understand that there are obstacles that are going to need to be overcome this semester, especially with everything going on, in order to have the turnout that we're expecting. But I'm just like the ultimate optimist in terms of like I really just have faith in the student body wanting to make their voices heard and promote the change that they want in our university by using their vote to create that change. So I'm always hopeful for a um, high turnout every time we have an election, so yeah.
1: Yeah, that sort of ties directly into my next question, which was, do you guys anticipate more or less involvement from students in the voting process um, in the move online?
2: Yeah, I'll be very honest. I think that now students are facing so much screen fatigue throughout their classes being on Zoom, their extracurriculars being on either, I'm sorry, Microsoft Teams or Zoom or whatever um, platform they use to host their social engagements. I think further engagement on social media sometimes is very draining for students and I completely understand that I'm on that vote as well. So I perhaps not anticipate the same level of voting as previous years, but at the same time I hope that because of the unique is- issues we're facing right now that students actually stand up and vote in bigger numbers as well.
1: So what changes have come to student government through consolidation?
2: As of right now, we have a federal and a local system. The federal is comprised of the student body president and the student body vice president. They also have a cabinet. And they, as part of the executive branch, are representing all three campuses and interests of students in all three campuses. The federal branch also includes a Supreme Court that includes members from all three campuses as well as the legislative branch, which has our Senate. Then on the local area, we have three different structures. We have the one for Tampa, one for Sarasota Manatee, and of course, the one that Zay and I are a part of in St. Petersburg. Now, the titles have changed. Instead of myself having the title of student body president, now it's student body governor, and Zay's a new title is lieutenant governor. Now, how that has affected the other two branches, when we see the judicial branch that has impacted Uh, in the sense that we now have circuit courts versus Supreme Courts. And as far as the legislative branch, we have campus councils um, and not Senate. Now, that doesn't mean that our representation has gone away, not by any means. That just means that we have even more students that bring up the topics, not only in St. Petersburg, but that have the opportunity to speak about St. Pete in both Sarasota and
0: Tampa. It's basically the way the federal government in the United States functions with a state government. The states being Tampa, St. Pete, and Sarasota Manatee, they sort of function in that same way, whereas the federal government oversees the three campuses and serves to the interests of all three campuses. So each campus still has their um, level of influence and sway when it comes to decision making, and the, the federal one as a whole kind of tends to the needs of all three campuses at the same time.
1: Um, Have you worked with um, the Consolidated President and Vice President or the um, Governors and Lieutenant Governors for other campuses um, so far?
2: Um, Yeah, I'll say that it's been an absolute pleasure. It has only benefited positively student government. I'd say that now we have um, an impact in both Tampa and Sarasota Manatee. We have the opportunity to sit down and speak about What issues are affecting each of our different communities and making sure that we're speaking for all students. I think it's also important to note that Because we work together now it just breeds even more nice ideas and things that we can all work on. It's um, Impacted the number of projects we've taken on. It's very nice to delegate amongst the other um, Two different campuses and it's also been an excellent opportunity to sit down and speak about um, our process, speak about our culture here in St. Pete and definitely have representatives in Tampa and Sarasota.
1: So um, speaking in terms of the St. Petersburg campus, what um, do you guys believe is the importance of St. Petersburg student involvement um, in student government and how can students get involved in student government without directly being a member?
0: The importance of being of student involvement in terms of student, with student government is just it's our voice. Without students in student government, there would be no student government. There would, we serve at the pleasure of the student body. So, if the student body, without the student body's active participation or ideas or passion about anything, student government wouldn't serve, wouldn't be able to fulfill its duty. So, student involvement is the lifeblood of student, student government.
2: Um, definitely. And I want to say that student government has two very unique opportunities as far as the student body. Um, number one, we have the opportunity to allocate the activity and services fee. If there's something that you want to be seen as funded at the university, this is a great opportunity to, to be a part of the legislative branch and have a voice in that process. And the second one is the unique access that we have to high level administration on our campus as well. Um, it's amazing to be able to see. Sit down and bring the topics and things that are of student interest up to administrative levels. Um, I usually have these meetings with a number of staff members and I always ask my team to give me any topics, any concerns, any questions that they have to um, administration and I make sure that those get answered. I make sure that um, Whatever is of student interest gets put on the agenda and is priority when dealing with administration.
1: Um, So my last uh, two questions are do you have anything you'd like to share about student government that we haven't covered and do you have any general advice to students for this year?
2: I always love to emphasize whenever I'm talking about student government, it's two things. Number one, they are paid positions. You get a job on campus, you're um, paid for your work as a student representative. And then number two it's that it's not only professional development but it's also social and you have the opportunity to sit down in meetings with a lot of different students from different backgrounds and different organizations and majors so it's always such a great opportunity to meet really good friends and also deal with some business and get down and talk about budgets and talk about um things that are affecting our students so there are so many opportunities to get involved and the other thing is that i want to make sure that i'm always held accountable by the students If you see something that you want to be done, or if there's something that you want done on campus, make sure that you tell a student representative and make sure that you follow up with them. I think it's the same um, level of you being involved in your community and making sure that people are held accountable for their actions. Make sure that you know what we're up to, what we're doing, and if there's anything, any suggestion, question, comment, make sure to approach any of us and we'll we'll be happy to have that conversation with you.
0: Absolutely. The amount of growth that I personally had from when I birthed in USF last year to now, it's just been remarkable when it comes to my social skills that I've developed over the past year, working with everyone and having to communicate with a lot of different people from a lot of different backgrounds to get the work that we all want done done.
2: As far as advice for this year, I'd say make sure that you're checking in with your friends and family. It's a difficult time for all of us. I just want to make sure that we're all kind of reaching out um, while socially distanced, but also make sure that we're all um, continuing that communication. And I think that the best ideas are produced when we're talking to each other. So make sure that you're always communicating. It's difficult, and I'd say that the second part of my advice for this year is to Take a step back from the screen every once in a while. I understand that's a lot of people have online jobs. So even after having classes, most of the day, you might have to log into your job, but just Make sure that you're taking a little bit of a break sometimes and you're making sure that your physical health as well as your mental health are taken care of throughout the year.
0: I really have been trying to just hammer this home with everyone that I'm around, whether I'm working with them, whether they're friends of mine, whether they're peers of mine, really take care of your mental health during this time because it's very easy to let it slip. I personally had that experience over the summer and I've been able to get it back on track this um, once school started. So mental health, it's very easy to slip up. So I just really want everyone who um everyone that you know every student in the university just really take care of the mental health i'm also one of the things i've always been telling everyone is just drink water just, it's, it's my thing everyone needs to drink water drink water drink water drink water <laughs>
1: All right. Well, thank you guys for your time today. Um, Again, for our viewers, that was SG Governor Andre Campos and SG Lieutenant Governor Isaiah Castle. Thank you.
2: Thank you for hosting us. I really appreciate your time. Thank you.
1: Um, So guys, don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell and tune into Crowscast next week for another pop culture episode.